Well, 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 good afternoon, everybody. How are you doing? This is Dwayne. 11.36 a.m. here on the East Coast. And yesterday was the Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I hope you had a good Halloween trick-or-treating with your children or if you were out yourself trick-or-treating out there in the world. I do hope that this finds you well-blessed and in your right mind with all your faculties and making your way through this journey called life. We all only get this journey once. What are we going to do with it? So here we are, November 1st, 2019. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. It is greatly appreciated. If you happen to be listening to this podcast for the first time, I hope that you might hear something today that might inspire you, uplift your spirit, your soul to want to subscribe to this podcast so that I can continue to bring you some good content. Well, lots has happened. I went away this past weekend, did a concert version of Porgy and Bess down in Shreveport, Louisiana. Shout out to the orchestra down there and all the good people that treated us so very kindly. I had a few mishaps with transportation Airlines, of course, bad weather and all those good things, but safe and sound. And the concert was tremendous. Uh, Shout out to Mr. Alvy Powell. Shout out to Jonita and um, the great maestro and uh, the Gershwin scholar who was there as well. And it was pretty awesome, Michael and Richard. And yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. So anyway, I was there and uh, was having a few thoughts about some things. Now, Many of you may know this, many of you may not, but sometimes in life we have these transformations, these things that blocks in time, I will say, where we have to reinvent ourselves, so to speak, or we have to open up a few more avenues. They say in order to get some things you never had, you need to do some things that you've never done. Is that right? So I'm trying to take myself next level. So in that, I know that there are a few things that I have to do. One is I have to constantly keep developing myself. I know that. I have issues like a lot of people do. <laughs> uh, but I know that I've got to try to clear some stuff out in order to make space for things to come in and grow so that I could be a blessing to the people the way that I want to be on my journey. There's something about recognizing in your soul and your spirit what your life's work is, what your mission is, so to speak. Not your job, but what your mission is or your life's work. And I talk about that often. Very, very concerned about the young people. I always am. Uh, My seventh grade teacher, Mr. Melvin, told me that, you know, people say the children are our future. Well, in fact, they are our present because if we don't feed greatness into them now, they will not have a future. Something about it. So I want to talk just briefly about this uh, DoSomething.org, a global movement of millions of young people making positive change online and off. And uh, right now there are 11 facts here that I want to share with you guys about uh, the dropout rate that's happening in our country. It's pretty staggering. I don't know if many of you research it or care about it or deal with young people in any way. There's a lot going on in our world. I won't go get all into it. There's no need to, right? We all know what's going on. Um, what are we leaving for the future? 
what are we feeding into them right now that's going to give them good information to actually take with them in their future? Are we setting them up for success or are we setting them up for that other word, which I don't like using a lot, but I know it's a part of our vocabulary, which is the failure word. Now, we fall down, yes, but we do have to get back up. So I want to talk about this dropout rate. Now, every year, over 1.2 million students drop out of high school in the United States alone. Can I read that again? Every year, over 1.2 million students drop out of high school in the United States alone. That's a student every 26 seconds, 7,000 a day. That is a staggering number. I never knew that. Just think about that. Every 26 seconds, 7,000 a day. About 25% of high school freshmen fail to graduate from high school on time. The U.S., which has had some of the highest graduation rates uh, of any developed country, now ranks 22nd out of 27 developed countries. Yes, I was silent for a reason. We now rank 22nd out of 27 developed countries. How can that be? The dropout rate has fallen 3% from 1990 to 2010. That's 12.1% to 7.4%. Now, this is something that I'm reading from a long time ago. I haven't even read the one that's more relevant to right now. This is just an, an old one that I just pulled up. They also talk about the percentages of Latinos graduating, 71.4%, um, Asian Americans and white students, African Americans and all that. High school dropouts earn $200,000 less than a high school graduate over their lifetime and almost a million dollars less than a college graduate. You have to excuse some of the sounds of you here. We had a lot of wind here on the East Coast last night. It was pretty much windy all night long. They said it was going to be some tornado-like wind. So if you hear some sounds, it's some of the wind blowing uh, from uh, the blower that's over my uh, stovetop. So, excuse that. It says here, 38 states had higher graduation rates. Uh, let's see, Vermont had the highest, which was 94.4%. This was back until 2010, now it's in 2019, and I'll do some research about that. Uh, Nevada also had a 57.8. Almost 2,000 high school students across the U.S. graduate less than 60% of their students. Almost 2,000 high schools across the U.S. graduate less than 60% of their students. These dropout factors account for over 50% of the students who leave school every year. One in six students attend a dropout factory. One in six students attend a dropout factory. One in three minority students, 32% attend a dropout factory compared to 8% of white students. In the U.S., high school dropout rates commit uh, crimes about 75%. So, in the U.S., high school dropouts commit about 75% of the crimes in the United States. These are just some numbers. These are research by great scholars, uh, people whom are a lot smarter than me. 
But when you think about these things, uh, you think about high school, college, grammar school, and all of that, and you think about the amount of young people whom seem to not have any hope, what can we do to actually help them to begin to develop, to have, to have hope? To have vision. I always speak about vision. I do. I speak about it a lot because it's very important. Now, I've shared a few things with you all in the journey just about how in life in general, life has thrown me a few things, you know? But I got to tell you, if I had not had a positive mindset for myself, it, if I did not speak greatness into myself and over myself, if I did not have a vision for myself, I don't know where I would be. And I believe there's a lot going on in the world where young people believe what they're told. Now, Facegram, Instabook, and all, uh, and Instagram, excuse me, Facebook, Instagram, and all these other things, I believe are, you know, they're alienating a lot of kids as well. The dropout rates are crazy. Uh, home life for a lot of these kids is very, very difficult and it is uh, stressful for them. A lot of kids are not getting meals. A lot of kids are also uh, living in one parent households because of X, Y, and Z um, in the minority communities, you know, just all over, you know, even, you know, kids who come from two parent households are dropping out of school at staggering rates. So I, what can we do? I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, and this is why I want to get into the motivational speaking. And I'm, I'm praying this year open up a lot for me. And if you hear this and you have a need, I hope that you would reach out to me, youthmotivator.com. And also uh, you can reach me uh, through that website. If you go, you have my email address and everything on there, my phone number. I'm not going to put that on the podcast right now, but you could reach me if you go to that website. So. There's something about it, vision. There's something about vision. What are we going to do to instill and make sure that young people can have a vision for themselves or a dream? Now, education is great. I hear a lot of motivational speakers. I hear a lot of teachers and professionals who have made it say that education is great. We know of a lot of people who have dropped out of school, who have had great successful lives, right? We know a lot of people. Um, we know people, athletes, who don't necessarily go to college because of their athletic prowess, right? So they go from high school to college. I mean, excuse me, they go from high school to the pros. They skip college. Excuse that. Um, <clears throat> I myself, I finished three years of college, and then I started doing this entertainment thing, but I'm going back to get my degree. So it's not that I dropped out of school. It's that I left because a work opportunity came up for me. And I've had some success only because of the discipline and the vision that I've had for myself and the self-belief. So with all that, this podcast won't be long, but I, I just want to try to share a few things with you about this word, vision, vision, V-I-S-I-O-N, vision, V-I-S-I-O-N, vision. And in that, you've got to first visualize or self-visualization. And what does that really mean? That means, yes. When you get up, you should have a journal. You should be able to write something in your journal to say, what do I envision for myself? You have to begin to think of yourself as an architect, an architect of your own life. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. talked about that in one of his speeches. You have to be an architect of your own life. There is no architect who did not first have a vision 
see that vision and then put that vision down on paper and begin to box it out make it make sense how long is this measure it all that good stuff right how high is it going to be how many rooms are going to be in there how much glass do i need how much steel do i need how much concrete do i need what type of foundation do i need so this building can stand for the next hundred years all of those questions are in the self visualization before the architect even begins to the building process so if we young people older people people who are in transition can believe to be uh, again be be able to self visualize where you want to see yourself a year from now two years from now five years from now ten years from now and sit down and make a plan and make the plan simple write out the plan yes we can speak things but we do have to write them down we have to commit to writing down the vision and make the vision plain v-i-s-i-o-n we're going to start with v and that is self-visualization visualizing that thing where do you really see yourself now i myself i visualize a whole lot of things i visualize one day maybe having a wife i visualize maybe one day having children and having a home and having a successful career and those things have happened for me and i'm very very grateful but i'm not as they say i am not satisfied i won't be satisfied until you know i'm called away from this earth because i have to keep pushing and moving right so i still have to have a new vision even though i had an initial vision i've still got to have a new vision because i gotta have purpose out here so I got to keep the vision clear and plain. I got to write it down. So I know 2020, I know that I want to be a motivational speaker. I am saying that I'm speaking it into existence. I know that I'm going to speak to hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions of people before I leave this earth. My voice will get out there. I believe it. I claim it. I say it. I visualize it. I write it down and I put it out into the universe and I know it's going to happen. And then I'll be able to be a blessing to my immediate family, which will then allow me to be a blessing to other people financially, educationally, spending time with them, mentorship. And I do that now anyway. But I know I'm going to be able to impact people, but I want to do it on a global level. And I believe that the creator upstairs will allow me to do that. Next, I want to talk about the I. V-I. Now there's I. Internalize. Make it personal. Me, I am. What do you say to yourself? Do you have some positive affirmations that you can say internally to yourself to keep yourself going once you have this vision for yourself, this, this visualization? You got to internalize that thing. It has to be something that just like, if I don't get this thing, it's kind of like, it, it, it's like breath, right? You see a lot of athletes that train and train and train. I think about Simone Biles and all the things that she's accomplished in her life. And she's had to sacrifice a lot, but she's one of the most decorated gymnasts there is. And that's probably mostly because of how she has internalized all the coaching that she's gotten, all internalizing all the discipline that she needed in order to make it up to the place that she has. You know, when people see her coming, they just kind of go, whoa, that's a that's that's just a ball of energy right there. That's just that's greatness walking. And it's because of how she internalized things and saw them for herself. There's so many people that I can go down the line and talk about that type of internalization when it comes to self-belief. I am. I will be. I am. I will be. I am. I will be. I am getting to. I am just going through this thing right now. It does not define whom I am. I am going to a greater place. I will get there. I am important. I am special. I am love. I am greatness. Through all the pain, through all the pain, you will get there. 
Next, you got to have a strategy. V-I-S. Now we got to have a strategy. You have to be able to strategize this thing. Nothing happens, my man, uh, my lady, my girl, my woman, my man. Nothing happens without a plan. You got to be able to strategize. You have to be able to open up your mind and strategize. Now, yes, the dropout rate is very high. So what can a young person do when they wake up and they don't have breakfast? What can a young person do when they don't have but one meal a day? And that's the lunchtime, which is at school, which is important. What do they do? How can they strategize? Do they take some of that lunch and keep it for their dinner so that they can take it back to their brothers and sisters? I'm not sure. How do they strategize? How can they strategize to stay in school? How can you strategize to say that no matter what, no matter what my mother looks like, no matter what my father said to me, no matter if they beat me, no matter what they've done, what can I do to pick myself up to know to strategize to get myself out of the situation, to get the best education that I can in order to move forward to become my best self? Because your parents have done their part, right? Even though, you know, uh, we all go through things in life. And sometimes I talk to young people whom mothers and fathers live about, you know, within a 20 mile radius of them and they never see their parents, which to me is just kind of mind blowing. But I won't preach on that. But what can what, what can they do? You have to have a plan. Young people don't make dropping out of school a part of your plan unless you have a plan when you drop out because there's nothing waiting for you. They are building prisons in this country faster than we can think about it, okay? People are looking for you to fail, to stop, but you've gotta be able to have enough in you to say, that's not gonna be me. I'm going to go over and beyond that and be something incredible in my life. There's something about it. Strategize, have a plan, write it down, make a plan, V-I-S-I, initiate initiate, initiate. Stop waiting for somebody else to do it. Stop waiting for somebody to give you a handout because I've got to tell you, for as long as I've been living, nobody has really given me anything. Yes, my mother did birth me. Yes, my father did uh, have the seed, right? And between those two, here I am, right? Excuse the, uh, the sound again if you hear that. Now, they gave me some tools. They say that you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. Is that right? So the parents try to do the best they can. And sometimes parents don't do the best that they can. Sometimes drug abuse, substance abuse, alcoholism, you know, uh, sexual abuse, these things happen. And, and But we've got to be able. And I speak about this because I've gone through some things in my life that I've shared with some of you before. But we can't wait for somebody else to make a plan for us. We can't wait, wait for somebody else to make it right for us. We have to get up off of our bottoms, off of our hind parts and get some fire and try to make this thing happen. OK, when I first went to New York City, I had not a clue what I was going to do as far as being a so-called professional singer. OK, there was a friend of mine named Brian Dickerson who heard me sing. Right. And he said, you need to come back toward this way because I was in West Virginia. So I did that. I went to Showtime at the Apollo Amateur Night. 1993, 94, was scared out of my brain, didn't really know what I was going to do. And, you know, this whole entertainment thing opened up from me stepping out on faith, from somebody believing in me. But you see, it wasn't enough because he believed in me. But had I not believed in myself, then it would not have happened. Right. He led me to the door. He led me like a horse to the water. Right. He's like, here it is. What are you going to do with it? So I had to capitalize upon that opportunity. Right. I had to do that. I had to not wait for somebody else <laughs> to do it for me. 
And for the past 25 years, I've been walking through doors and getting on the job training in the entertainment industry because I get up and go. I get up and do. I initiate. I try to make a plan. I try to visualize it. I internalize it. I strategize and I initiate. Right? And after you do that, you got V-I-S-I-O. Now you have to overcome because this life, this journey is not going to be easy. I will never, ever say to anyone to guarantee even my own children that their life's journey is going to be just easy, right? My young daughter, when she was, I believe, in nursery school or kindergarten, came home and told me about a little girl who told her she couldn't come to her house to play because uh, she was black, basically. Now, these are babies, right? And my daughter was hurt by that. And then she's hurt because she wants to have the long hair like her friends, right? And doesn't understand. So we had to sit down and talk to her and tell her about her appearance, her look, her heritage, where she came from, how she should be proud of her hair and her skin tone. And she had to overcome that thing even as a child. Right. We go through so many things in our life. Understand young people, understand older people, understand people in transition. Yes, doors do get closed in our face. Yes, we think it's going to go one way. Right. We have a plan. We sit down and we just think, okay, I got the plan. Now it's going to happen. Guess what? Sometimes Murphy's law happens. It just does. Right. It just does. I don't know why it does. <laughs> I'm saying that to myself now too, right? I wrote three books this summer and I'm on the move. I'm ready to go. I got this passion. I got this fire. And I'm like, oh gosh, okay. Now it's like, everybody's like, okay. It's like the old saying, hurry up and wait, right? Hurry up and wait. So I'm not going to lose the fire. I'm not going to lose the drive. I know it's going to happen when it's going to happen. I know the content is here. So, but it's something that I have to overcome still. I do because I want it now, but I know there's a process to it. There's a process to publishing. There's a process to getting an agent. There's a process to getting the publishing and the distribution for the books to get out there. So young people, yes, just because you so-called sit down and take a test and it comes back a C, that doesn't mean that you're average. A test cannot really define whom you are as a person. One test, two tests, people, some people are still living in a test that they took 20 years ago and is letting that test define whom they are as a person. I would suggest to you this, overcome it. You're going to go through stuff. You have to think about digging down deep in your soul. That's in anything in this life. You know, that's, that's in education, that's in your job, that's in your marriage. You got to overcome some things. So we got V-I-S-I-O-N. Now, necessitate. Everybody say that word, necessitate. What is the priority. What is the priority that you have for this thing, for this vision, for this thing that's deep down inside of you? It has to be necessary. I'm going to say this again. I love TV Jakes. You got to run after your destiny. You got to run after your destiny. You can't walk. You can't crawl. You better run after that thing because there are a lot of people who are running after their destiny and you don't want to get left in the dust, right? You want to get on the top because the bottom is way overcrowded. What are we going to do, young people? What are we going to do? We got to have, we got to have passion, vision. We got to necessitate. We got to make it a priority to get back on the horse, to not give up, to not add to the dropout rate of high school students dropping out. There are people dropping out in the eighth grade. Their kids dropping out in the eighth grade. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. We have to pay better attention. 
We cannot do the educational system the way we used to do it for the past 30 years. Times have changed. These minds are being innovated by inundated, excuse me, by many, many different things now, right? So instead of kids being inundated with all these things, they have to think about being uh, innovators. And all these kids have seed down in them. All these kids have greatness down in them. They just need a little bit of cultivation. They need a little bit of extra time and care because, again, these cell phones and things are alienating these children. And then some kids are getting cyber bullied. Some kids are getting bullied physically, you know. But what do we do as educators, as people, as people who can give back to give hope to this next generation? I want to see everyone win. I want to see you win. Hey, I want to win. I have been winning, but I still want to win, right? Now, as much as I don't like Tom Brady, Tom Brady got about six rings, but he keeps pushing. Tom could have retired three years ago. Dude, see, you. Pittsburgh needs to win one. We got to get past you, right? I love Big Ben in Pittsburgh. We'll always, right? But he's not satisfied. The great Michael Jordan, he could have won one and been done. Look, one win, I'm out. I got my... They kept pushing, kept setting goals. <clears throat> There's so many examples. Think of the great Steve Jobs. Think of Warren Buffett. Think of all of these guys. Think of Colonel Sanders, if you will. Think of people who might have faced some type of letdown struggle and didn't let their vision go away. They had to overcome some things. Again, vision. You got to visualize it. You have to internalize it. You have to strategize. You have to initiate. You have to overcome. And it has to be a necessity. You are worthy, you are greatness, you are love, and I speak these words over myself as much as I speak them over you, the listener. You are special, you are a gift to this world. Don't let anybody ever try to make you feel as if you're not. We go through things in this life. And some things are very unfortunate. Some things don't have to be as hard as they are, and we make them hard. That's education, that's life, that's love, that's marriage, that's all of it loaded. We need a healing. As a nation, we need a healing. In my favorite book, it says, without the vision, the people perish. And I believe that if you don't have a vision, that's where the poverty comes in. Poverty is about mindset. If you switch your mindset, you can get out of poverty. I'm a witness to it, okay? I'm not saying that I came from complete poverty, but I'm saying that a poverty mindset is not good. It's just not. You gotta change your mindset. You gotta believe in yourself. You have to look in the mirror and say that I'm worthy. Even though your parents may not tell you that. Even though your spouse may not ever say, I love you, you're special, you matter. You look in the mirror and you tell yourself that you matter, that you're special, that you belong to be here. Don't you wait for somebody else to validate you. I'm not waiting for anybody to validate me. Those days are over. Someone else's opinion of me does not have to become my reality. And I say that to you, someone else's vision of you does not have to become your reality. You take pride in yourself. You hold on to you and your soul and what's important to you so that you can 
Manifest your gifts and serve them back to the world and people will pay you for your gifts, young people. Some of you cook, cook well. Some of you sew, sew well. Some of you are good with your hands and all mechanic, do that well. Some of you are good at organization. I got kind of tongue twisted there because I wanted to say three words at once. Sometimes I get ahead of myself, forgive me. Not perfect here. But some of you have that skill so you can help out companies. People are looking for you. You have to think of yourself as a problem solver. Problem solvers, that's what we are. When they have a need, you can come and you can solve the problem. Young people, you matter, you are special. When you go to school, realize that it is for you and your benefit. Do not worry about the shoes that you have on your feet because guess what? Unless your name is on them, it really doesn't matter how much money you spend for your shoes. You're giving it to another company. Never understood that. I used to get bullied as a kid for the shoes that I would wear and I broke both my big toes because I would squeeze my feet into the only name brand shoes that we could find. Does not matter. I've had so many young people I know who got killed because somebody wanted their Air Jordan, which was made of rubber, which is just crazy. Right? They're just shoes. They're just clothes. They can be replaced, right? I mean, you don't have to spend $150 on a pair of shoes. You can get a, a pair of $12, $15 Shaquille O'Neal shoes or Stefan Marbury has a whole line of shoes. Who cares? Go to school and get your education. I'll say this and then I'm done. Love your neighbor as yourself. That is something that I believe that is overlooked. It is in my favorite book. And love thy neighbor as thyself. I mean... What would happen? I mean, really, what would happen? Let's just think about it for a second. If you really love your neighbor as yourself, if you love your kids as you love yourself, if you love your spouse as you love yourself, I mean, like, really, it's so simple, yet it's so, so hard for us as humans. Our brain is unlimited. We have unlimited potential, and yet we just lock it all up. We'd rather take a life. We'd rather drop out. We'd rather give up on ourselves and not love ourselves. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Take yourself out to dinner. Give yourself a manicure. As they say, I don't need no man. Well, you don't need no man. Take yourself to go get your manicure and pedicure and get your hair done. Treat yourself to a movie. Stop trying to fall in love with people right away, young people, when you don't even know whom you are. Get yourself together, young man. It takes a lot to take care of a woman if you want to be with a woman or whomever you want to be with in your life to try to build a family. It takes resources. It takes money. It takes brain. It takes strategy. It takes a lot. It is not easy. No. But if you take your time now to prepare yourself to get in these classes to understand money and relationship, I guarantee you, you can have some success in this life and not go through life, be buried and nobody know whom you are. And most of the people who are buried in the graveyard only have their tombstone to have known that they were actually here on this planet. So what are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. I'm filling in that dash, baby. I'm on my grind. It is going to happen. I speak greatness over myself. I speak greatness over all of you who can hear my voice wherever you are. If you're about to go to sleep, speak greatness over yourself. If you're about to walk out the door before you're about to go to work, speak greatness over yourself. If you're about to walk into a toxic environment at work, speak greatness over yourself. Try to rise above it and not float in it. Try to rise above it. 
If you're about to go into that game, listen to this. Believe yourself. You are worthy. You are great. Go in there and be the warrior that you are in that football game, in that basketball game, in that debate, in that tennis match, in that wrestling match, whatever it is. You are great. I am worthy. I am great. I am worthy. I am great. I am worthy. Win a loss. I'm great. I have an opportunity to be here on this earth and be in an earthly form of a human. Not as a cow, not as a dog, not as a plant, but I'm a human and I have unlimited potential. I am greatness. I am greatness personified. I am greatness. I am greatness personified. I am greatness. I am greatness personified. That is you. That is me. That is your children. Speak greatness over your children. Parents, if you have no idea how to do that, listen to this. Just say these two things. You are great. You are great. You are love. You are my seed and I love you. You are my seed and I treasure you. You are my seed and I want you to succeed. You are my seed and I want you to be better than me. You are my seed. You are my love. You are my light. You are my joy. You matter. Speak greatness over your children so that they can know when they go out in the world that they are great. Not better than someone else, but just believing in themselves so that they can be able to make it through this journey and not give up. The dropout rate is too high. It's too high. It's unacceptable. We weren't about Facebook and Twitter and how many friends I got. That means nothing. Half of those people don't love you. Half of them don't like you. One mistake, they'll talk trash about you. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. You are amazing. You are great. You are love. You are light. If you have a young person who's struggling, give them this podcast. There might be one or two things in here that might uplift their spirit to take them next level. You never know. Give it as a Christmas present to someone. Christmas is coming up. Subscribe to this. It's not very expensive. Actually, it's probably a really good gift to give to a young person instead of giving them a video game. Give them a subscription and tell them to feed greatness into their souls. I will continue to bring you good content. I can guarantee you that for as long as my days are here on this planet, I'm going to do my part to try to bring you as much good content as possible to uplift these young people so that they can realize they matter. They're great. They're wonderful. They're amazing. And they can make a difference in this world. I hope this is... This podcast today uplifted your mind, body, and soul in some way, shape, or form that you might feel inspired to go out and tackle your day. Chase after your dreams. Run after your destiny. Devour it. Devour it. And then when you get older, you can divide all the spoils. Don't get everything now and spend everything now. Get it. Invest it. Get your education. Invest in your education. Go out. Get your job. Invest. Get some real estate so that when you grow old, you can give something back to the next generation and even the generation after that. Young people, you matter. You're great. If you choose to subscribe to this podcast, thank you so very much. It is greatly appreciated. This is the way that I can bring you great content. Again, I am going to have some interviews coming up very shortly with some amazing, amazing people in the world who are doing amazing things whom some of you have never heard of, but they're making their way and they're doing amazing, amazing things. So take care of yourself. Life, love, joy, greatness to all of you. There's no mistake in this world that could hold you down. You are light, you are love, you are joy. I'll talk to you a little later.